Welcome to the 4th of July episode of The Never-Ending Becoming, a very special 73rd episode from the country that was established back in 1776. Joining you here from uh, the wonderful woods of Wisconsin, second episode from the area, I'm going to be talking about a number of things that we could do actually to restrict our freedom. Now this is a odd 4th of July week where we were reminded that freedom isn't guaranteed, that things can be taken away from us. Depending on how you feel, this could be the recent jewel vapes that have been banned in this country or the abortion rights that are likely to be restricted due to Roe v. Wade getting knocked down. I figure if we can remove these things, we can remove all sorts of other things. Today I'm going to talk about nine ways in which we can restrict freedom in the future according to just some, some quick thoughts I had. Jumping into the first one, this is adults that use their childhood photos as social media profile pictures. Yes, I'm trying to institute a ban on adults over the age of 18 who want to use childhood imagery as their current social media avatars. Now, I think arrested development in this country is bad enough. It is. There's only a couple ways we could stop it to make people grow up. And um, it's probably going to be by making adult men dress like adult men, instituting some sort of dress code, or the way I'm suggesting, just by getting everyone to look in the mirror. Okay, when you log into Facebook, Instagram, you should at least be seeing a photo of yourself from the year in which you are currently living. If someone is looking at a photo of them when they're 14 years old and they're now 24, they need some perspective. They need a harsh dose of reality. I'm going to jump to the second one. Tie-dye shirts. I think adults should be banned from wearing tie-dye shirts. I'm actually going to get more specific here. I think you can wear tie-dye shirts from the ages of 0 to 9 years old, the child years, then I think over 60, uh, geriatric folks can wear tie-dye shirts again. I think that would only be fair. But from the ages of 10 to 59, you're done. No tie-dye shirts. Maybe this is coming from me, not having a tie-dye shirt, being a little jealous. Never being a fan specifically of the Grateful Dead, Fish, despite being in a jam band myself. I don't know what it is. I think... I think the whole thing with tie-dye shirts is that it's it's from an activity. You should only be wearing a tie-dye shirt if you made, if you created the tie-dye shirt. And that, of course, is the childhood years when you don't have the intellectual ability to learn or understand or do anything else. Covers zero to nine. Or, or the, the older years, maybe over 60 when you're looking for pastimes um, to do in your, your, your latter stage of life. Just to do another quick dress code one, I think we should also ban mood rings. No more mood rings. Um, this one's simple just because I don't think jewelry should be telling people how to feel. Yeah. Look within. Meditate. No mood ring. Next one is more activity-based. I think we should force Americans to do their own landscaping. This would, of course, occur with a, a wide-sweeping ban on hiring other landscapers. Anyone that's lived here long enough knows that Americans are getting soft, okay? We need to be reminded of the value of physical labor. There's also 
a big disconnect too between the people that choose things and then the people that maintain them. Landscaping, great example of this. Someone that can go out and establish 20,000 square feet of lawn and then not be the one to cut it. People that can have 40 rose bushes planted but not be the one to fertilize, deadhead and prune these. I think it would be holistic, let's call it, to force people to take care of the messes they've made or in the case of gardening, uh, the Edens that they've planted. Like, reap what they sow. I just had to say it. We need to be reminded. We need to be reminded what everything takes. Um, it's a lot of work. We've got a big country. If you look at the map compared to other countries, we've got a huge country. We have to be reminded who's taking care of this. I think another... Uh, Another way this could have a good consequence is if people who actually owned all this land were required to landscape and take care of that land, I think our technology in the landscaping sector would massively move into the future. We'd have whisper quiet leaf blowers in a few years, and before you know it, we'd have weed whackers with string that never breaks. I mean, again, there's a disconnect between the people making the investments and the people carrying out the work. Next one's going to be credit cards, and uh, this is kind of a different style. I don't think this should be like a permanent ban like everything else I've been talking about. I think we should just ban credit cards for five years because the last five years we've been spending money as a country like crazy. People don't even understand how much a trillion dollars is, and I don't even think we understand what money is because some people think Bitcoin is money. Some people think cash is money. I think we should move to a, a cash is king model where people are reminded what it's like to uh, to take $14 out of your wallet to purchase some Chipotle, you know, to actually feel the weight of uh, the extra chips and the extra queso in the form of, of cotton greenbacks. We're visual learners. We are as Americans. And there's something about the, the zeros and the ones on a screen that I, th- I think aren't going aren't gonna to fly. I mentioned five years. Let's only ban credit cards for five years. And I think after five years, we should reintroduce Visa and MasterCard as Visa Coin and MasterCoin. And this could probably finally put put the, the death blow into Bitcoin. And it'll seem hip. You know, this would be young and sexy. Next thing's a consumable. And this is gonna this is gonna hurt some people. I I apologize in advance, but really I don't because this is all made up anyway. Uh, diet soda. I don't think we should have diet soda. Either drink the soda, all right, drink the pop, or don't. Just give it up or suck it down. I, that's what I'm proposing. We're fooling ourselves, thinking we can have it both ways. That you can be uh, drinking soda but not be having calories. It still stains your teeth. I'm sure you know that. And if we as Americans don't have white teeth, what even are we anymore? There are few things I think we can accept into our national identity, but white teeth would be in the top five. Half of us want to be on TV. The other half already think in some form like this, that they're on TV. So why not have pearly whites? We shouldn't be staring at crusty yellow teeth because we're uh, down in 14 Diet Cokes a day. Just drink the red can or move on. Video games are going to be the next subject in my crosshairs, so to speak. Specifically, video game multiplayer modes. Now, this one's a little funny. Um, I think we should only have video game multiplayer modes with four players max. 
not to give you the whole when I was young in 64 speech, but there used to be a split screen. You used to have four people getting in a room together to play. You each got a corner of the television set, and you had a perspective. You know, there's four people present, and you could account for the, the lives you were taking in, in these virtual domains, usually GoldenEye, usually with the, the, uh, the, the double gun, if you could get your hand on it. Now the most popular video games is like a battle royale. You had a hundred players. It's dehumanizing. Killing 60, 70, 80, 90 people in a game, it means nothing. You know, there's that Stalin quote, uh, one death is a tragedy, thousand deaths is a statistic. It's true. It's true. It's, uh, it's reflected heavily in the modern video games. I feel like we need to raise the stakes by reducing the number of people we can we can blaze with a, uh, a shotgun in one of these Call of Duty games. I also think there's something here with male loneliness. I think once we removed the four-player setup from video game consoles, I think male loneliness only got worse. It got to the point where everyone needed their own console, their own computer. You had to sequester yourself in your own room. Never was quite the same after that. You know, it's the same thing they say about like text messaging people. Like You'd never say the things face-to-face with someone that you'd say if you were just texting them. It's, it's like that with murdering someone in a video game. I mean, if your buddy's sitting right next to you and uh, you get a headshot on him, you can't celebrate too too hard, you know, because he might throw the controller at you. I think the civility would do our country well, would help us out. Seeing this as a podcast, I should... I should mention at least one podcast-related rule. I want to be a thought leader in the podcast domain. I think we got to ban all podcasts that use audio recorded on Zoom. This is an era when it's podcasts for everyone. Everything, everywhere. I, I actually believe that's what that movie Everything, Everywhere, All at Once is about, is, is podcasting in different dimensions. If you can't afford the $300 of equipment to speak your thoughts into, I think we don't need to hear your thoughts. I think in some things there should be barriers to entry. I don't think everything should be democratized and dispersed down to zero. And people taking in your thoughts through their AirPods should be one of them. Buy $300 worth of gear or log off of Zoom. Well, I guess you do both. Log off of Zoom and buy $300 worth of gear. I just don't want to hear anyone's crackly robot voice. And it's, it's got these pandemic feels. It's just disturbing. Final one is going to be about food. I talked about Diet Coke. I'm going to hit you with another food one. This one, solid food. Okay, I don't think you should, as a household, and this goes, we'll do, I guess, taxable households. So based on your tax return, you cannot spend more money on dog food than human food. And this sounds... Possibly cruel at first for all the Fido lovers, right? We want to make sure we feed our dogs well, of course. But I know for a fact there are families out there spending more money on the food for the animals than they do for the other animals, which of course are the humans. This is a long-term thing, too. I mean, if you don't feed the humans well enough, they're going to decay. They're not going to survive to then take... 13, 14 more dogs, cats, possums, raccoons into the household. 
you got to keep the people fed. You can't pour from an empty cup is what this is coming from, but it's more like you can't cut chicken from an empty KFC bucket. Curious what freedoms we'll lose in the next few years. Which ones we'll gain? Been thinking a lot about how Roe v. Wade could have happened recently. And it's a reminder that moving forward, you're not guaranteed to get the same things right in the future that you got right in the past. I mean, COVID showed us this. Thought immunizations and vaccines were settled science. Not so. Part of the culture war. A lot of things are going to be part of the culture war. It's important probably just to focus on what you can choose and do. Exercise. Eat well. Watch this podcast. Share this podcast. Subscribe to this podcast. Probably some other things too that you derive some sense of temporary purpose from. Can't get too caught up in the the macro. Just got to focus on the micro. It's the only way to get yourself some freedom. Till the next fourth, God bless you. God bless America. And God bless Top Gun Maverick in theaters. All right, see you later.